Coming in uh, with a special edition here. Uh, it is a Thursday. It is Thursday, December 30th. Uh, approximately 36 hours uh, left uh, to, the, uh, to, the, to, the, to the new year. Uh, Gregorian, is that the Gregorian calendar new year? Um, so according to the, uh, according to what I'll, what I'll just vaguely say, Rome, what are the Gregorian uh, calendar? Uh, we're approaching a new year, folks. Um, and um, rightfully so. We just got through the winter solstice and uh, celebrated uh, what is the, the mass of, of Christ. Uh, so uh, depending on uh, your religious stance, and likely regardless of your religious stance, that was a holiday that you honored uh, and celebrated. Uh, so, uh, uh, so congratulations. I'm sure it was, hopefully it was nice. Enjoyable. Catch uh, Tony Lyons. That's the recent episode. Tony Lyons of mine. That, uh, T- Tony Lyons is the CEO uh, of uh, Skyhorse Publishing, and he he's recently published uh, Robert F. Kennedy Jr.'s latest work, and that is uh, uh, the real Anthony Fauci. Um, and he addresses Bill Gates in that uh, publication as well. Uh, yes, RFK Jr. taking direct aim. At Fauci fraud. Uh, likely, I will be headed to uh, the state of Arizona again here in a couple of weeks. I just returned. I was recently in Dallas and recently in Phoenix, uh, and uh, it looks like I'll be returning to Phoenix and and possibly an outside chance, possibly in Pennsylvania here uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks as well for a, a really a great solid announcement if you're a Republican. And I, I typically don't care who's what. Democrat, Republican, doesn't make any difference to me. Uh, constitutional allies is what is important. So um, that's, 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 what, uh, that's what is important to me. We have a breaking story. Uh, there's a breaking story out of Montana, uh, excuse me, out of um, uh, Maryland. Uh, and this is this is important to me because, folks, it's the little battles. It's the little battles that we win that push this regime back. And by the, by the way of regime, I'm saying that these masks and these vaccine mandates, these are simply weapons in the communist arsenal to take over the country. They've already infiltrated the government on many levels. The Department of Education is simply one. The military branches are another uh, the entire economic system is highly suspect and in question. And in fact, Anthony Sabatini, which, and even uh, Mark Fencham out of Arizona, Sabatini out of Florida, these are two American politicians that have openly called for an end to the Federal Reserve Central Bank. Because, folks, it is a European bank that is not an American bank. And it is nothing new to the history of this country. Uh, these European banking ties predate the Constitution predate the Declaration of Independence. And I have more of that information written up on my website, iantrache.com. But let's bring in now Jean Howard, dialing Jean Howard in. Uh, and let, let's hear her story. She's got a really a quite remarkable story fighting a mask mandate. Bring in Jean Howard. This number is using RoboKiller to screen their calls. Please say your name and the purpose of your call, and I'll try to connect you. Okay, fine. Ian. Thanks. Let's see if that works. 
Gene Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Gene, are you there? Okay. Let's, uh, I, I, you know, Gene was expecting, expecting me to dial from a different number. So let me just let her know that, uh, that I'm calling it from a different number. So, so sending this person a message now uh, to let let them know that that uh, that I was calling. Yep, got the right number. So we just just wait for the reply. And this is, folks. This is a it really is an incredible story about fighting a mask mandate. Okay, let me try it again. Try this again. Try this again, and uh, let's see if this goes through. Can we get the robocall screener here? This number is using okay. RoboFiller to screen their calls. Please say your name and the purpose of your call, and I'll try to connect you. Ian, discussions of truth. Thanks. Let's see if this works. Let's see if this goes through. Here. Gene Howard, ladies and gentlemen. Gene, uh, you're phoning from Maryland. How are you today? I am a little down and out. <laughs> so, Gene, tell listeners... Go ahead. Go ahead. Tell listeners what... Uh, well, you're, you're a Montana uh, resident. You live in Montana. Uh, and you have made your way recently to the state of Maryland... Uh, brave soul you are, and you've you've sent some 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 waves, some shock waves, uh, upon your arrival. Tell listeners exactly what why why are you in Maryland? Why did you leave Montana? Why are you in Maryland? And what are you doing in Maryland? I took a three day drive to put my son to rest, who uh, passed away early Christmas Eve, unexpectedly. My condolences, uh, Gene, uh, and I'm sure listeners send their condolences as well. Um, the funeral home, which was viewing your son, um, gave you a, a bit of a battle. Explain, explain what you encountered with this funeral home, Gene. I, uh, my ex-husband was here. Uh, he came in also from Georgia. Um, that is my son David's father and uh, he was mostly dealing with uh, getting everything uh, set up for David to be taken care of and he came and called me uh, the day after we got things situated with the funeral home and said that the funeral home expressly stated that if you did not wear a mask you would not be allowed in for a viewing so he called me on the phone to make sure that I understood that. 
And when he told me that, I got a little, uh, you could say, angry because that's my baby boy and come hell or high water, I was going to see him to say goodbye. Uh, My ex-husband got a little snippy with me and said, well, if you don't wear the mask, they're not going to let you in. And I told him, we'll see about that. So uh, my daughter, Karina, got on the phone, and as usual, she started putting out the alerts um, to the groups that we belong in, um, trying to get people to call or write the funeral home and express their thoughts about them saying that a parent cannot say goodbye to their deceased child one last time. So what happened with that is people started calling the funeral home, expressing their feelings about them denying a mother her last goodbye to her only her baby son. We also had um, people uh, that were, um, I guess, writers for certain groups um, put out um, articles about what was going on and trying to get more people interested to stand up for what they believe in, to stop the foolishness and, and get back to being a constitutional country. So I told them, whether you not let me in, I will not ever wear a mask. I will not compromise my principles and my rights just to satisfy somebody trying to rule or control. Now, Jane, you will not wear a mask. Have you ever worn a mask? Never. You refuse to wear a mask? I refuse to wear a mask and I refuse to be controlled and told what I can do and what I can't just because somebody thinks that they're right. Now... Your son passed away Christmas Eve. It's just been a few days. I'd imagine it took you uh, more than two days, at least two days, to drive. Uh, uh, if you're not wearing a mask, you're not flying, I'd assume, uh, to drive to uh, to Maryland. So I know that you drove to Maryland. Um, you you put together a uh, you put together a revolt, if you will. Uh, you put together a a a a a, uh, a stand against this funeral home in just a few hours. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, talk a little bit about that. Uh, yes, um, and it, it just wasn't me. Um, my daughter was involved in the process. Um, when I'm home in Montana, I stand out with flags. I stand up for people's rights. I stand up to unmasked children in the schools. I stand up for people not able to get medical care because doctors and nurses want to force their beliefs unconstitutionally on people. So I fight for rights, my own, 
my children, my son's children, and the people that live in my community and in my state. When I come to another state, I will do the same thing. I will not be forced to do something that's unconstitutional, that is wrong, and that will harm my body and my rights. And Jean, what is your profession? What's your background? Uh, I've been a registered nurse for almost 30 years. I've been in the medical profession. Um, I study, uh, uh, what do you call, um, infection control. Uh, and I understand that when you do certain things, like put a mask on your face, your body cannot release or expel uh, certain chemicals that you breathe. So when you breathe out and you breathe into a mask, you're not breathing out the carbon dioxide that your body and your lungs put out. It goes into the mask, which makes you rebreathe the garbage that your body is supposed to get rid of and breathe in fresh air and no matter how much you tell or explain things to people and try to teach them what is going on they want to force you to do something either because they're ignorant of the situation or they just don't understand or they're scared to death Jane uh how do you feel about the CDC and their guidelines? Uh, you can include Dr. Fauci, some comments about Dr. Fauci, if you like. Uh, as a nurse, when I was practicing, I started noticing things that the CDC put out that didn't quite set right with me. And after a while, I started questioning the CDC, uh, World Health Organization, NIH, and they, they made no sense in their directives and what they were trying to have people believe about certain medical procedures or um, medications. Uh, and just as a nurse and, and with all your knowledge that you gain from school and from your practice, you just know that that is not right and you try to fix it. Dr. Fauci comes out and says, he calls these vaccines. They are not a vaccine. A vaccine is supposed to help you, not hurt you, not cause your, your body to do things that it's not supposed to do to cause you harm. Medical people are to do no harm. They are there to help you, to keep you healthy, to keep you happy and to keep your body in perfect winning order with the person's help. So Gene, within 24 hours of arriving into the state of Maryland, you put together a group of people, primarily consisting of, well, it sounds like people from Montana and certainly people from elsewhere that you know, but you put together a group of people uh, to basically flood the phone lines of this funeral house, which caused them to uh, retract their mask mandate? 
uh, yes, we did, and it wasn't just me. My daughter is very uh, proficient with computers and uh, internet practices, and uh, she kind of got on her little Facebook and her uh, social pages. She put out what was happening. Uh, we had people from Nebraska, from Kansas, from Montana, Tennessee, uh, Texas, uh, pretty much most of the states around here on the east side and the, and the west kind of scattered a little bit, but these people uh, were supporting us because they believed in what we were fighting for. They thought that I was doing the right thing. They stood up behind me to help fight this injustice that our country seems to be trying to force on people that they don't want to have done. So with this with this victory, you were able to enter the funeral home. Actually, before we talk about Talk about that experience, Gene. Uh, you entered the funeral home without a mask. Uh, did you exchange any dialogue with the, the ownership of the house, the funeral home? Uh, my whole family walked in there without a mask. Uh, we walked back to the funeral director, uh, and they, they called us back to get ready to have the viewing, or the um, they called it the... Um, identification process of my son he came the funeral director came out and uh, asked me to step back in the room for a second he needed to talk to me and he stated to me that would I please have my family stop calling the funeral home and and uh, telling them that they should let this mother see her son for the last time before he is gone and he asked me to have those phone calls stop because they're annoying I went back out in front and I told my daughter and a couple of people uh, what he said and I told him I said that's not just family that is people from around the country that do not believe in what you are doing they do not believe that the government has a right to tell them what they can and cannot do to hide their face behind a mask so that can make other people feel comfortable. And Gene, was this individual masked when he was when he encountered you? Yes, he was masked and also the other fella that was um, a proprietor also. They were both masked. Your, your victory here, uh, small, uh, echoes because what I think it does, Jane, is it gives other people uh, that agree with you, it gives them a, a model to follow, it gives them hope, it gives them courage, it gives them strength. Uh, where, where, where are you going from here? You, you've unfortunately lost your son, uh, but, th- but, there's a, there, but there's a very strong victory in here. There's a very bright uh, glimpse of hope. For uh, uh, Americans, constitutional Americans, uh, people that love their freedom, uh, there's a you're, you're sending out a, a strong message of hope and courage and, uh, and, and 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 a victory in a very minor battle. But again, it it, it echoes. Um, where where do you see this going from here? Where would you like this to go from here, Gene? Well, 
Uh, well, I'm going to be going back home soon uh, after I get a rest from that long drive and recoup a little bit from losing my son. I'm going to go back home and I'm going to fight a little bit harder. I'm going to try to make people realize that it's not about putting this mask on to bow down to other people so that you can do things. I, I had a friend and she said, the thing that I'm proudest of you about is that you stood by your convictions. You may not have gotten to see your son for the last time and say goodbye, but you didn't knuckle down. You didn't change your mind. You stood on your convictions. You did not put on a mask and you still fought and was able to see your son. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I don't know anybody else out there that has done this, Gene. Uh, if your daughter's by close by to you and she'd like to uh, uh, comment, uh, she's she's free to do so. Um, is, is she there, Gene? Uh, yes, she is kind of always by my side, helping me put things out that um, she's very tech savvy. So she does my computer work and She's very uh, into her social platforms. She has a lot of influence and uh, connection with patriot groups around the United States. Uh, we had people as far over as Texas, um, all the way um, to the East Coast in Maryland. People were, uh, we have a people's rights group uh, that we contacted that we belong to in Montana. I contacted them, and they gave us names of people that may be in Maryland. So we contacted the group leaders of some of those people's rights groups, and the lady got back to us, and she started a, uh, a call to action for the Patriots here in Maryland, and she got that started on this side. Our people in Montana got together and started theirs and we wound up with a phone tree and everybody uh, that saw this, that saw the ad that was written by a writer that we have they started calling the, uh, the uh, funeral home they called all night, left messages because they stopped answering the phone due to the overwhelming response to what my daughter had put out on her social media. So Howard Springs is a quarantine encampment in Australia where people that are suspected of carrying the so-called virus uh, or are carrying the virus are sent to quarantine for 14 days. They're put into small cubicle-type houses. They're given parameters that they can't cross uh, without masks. Uh, I'd imagine, Gene, that that type of thing could s certainly happen in the United States if it's not for people like you uh, pushing back against a government uh, overreach. Uh, let's get some comments uh, from, from your daughter, please. Have her identify herself, and uh, let's get some comments from your daughter, please. Uh, okay, hold on. Here she is. Hello, this is Jay Howard. Hi, uh, CJ. Uh, nice to uh, nice to talk to you, uh, CJ. Your mother's uh, filled uh, filled us in with quite a bit of details, but it sounds like you were uh, 
one of the main engines to drive uh, to drive this uh, overturn, this mask overturn, uh, uh, unprecedented, unprecedentedly sent sent by this uh, funeral house. Uh, tell listeners the steps that you took to uh, to build uh, to build this uh, so-called army of uh, phone callers. What did you do? So I have reached out to all of the friends and fellow patriots that we have worked with in Montana fighting back against the unconstitutional mass mandates in Flathead Valley and all of those fellow patriots and friends that we have met over the last year fighting back kind of rallied around us and started spreading it out. And through those contacts, um, you know, it's, it's social media. I found other national patriots and Facebook groups that are trying to do what they can to to stop the unconstitutional mask mandates, the tyranny that is happening. Um, and they they all rallied around us. Um, there was there were a lot of prayer support. Um, you know, with the help of a friend, um, we were able to get a um, newspaper article published, and that went. Um, that was also sent out to all of the um, cons- mostly conservative new- newspapers in in Maryland, and was posted on their Facebook pages. And we we just spread the word. We utilized all the social media that. I had access to throughout the throughout the nation, and it all started with a small group of friends that we had accumulated over the last year fighting back in Flathead Valley. And I and I want I want listeners to again remember that these two ladies put this together in in, in what is essentially less less than or just about twenty four hours. Uh, so a call to action uh, scene uh, to to a great level of success. Um, and, and, and CJ, where, where would you, what, where do you want this message to go? What do you want listeners to walk away with after, uh, after, after this, what I'm calling a victory? I think the most important thing is that you have to stand by your beliefs and you have to fight for them, even if it goes against, you know, popular opinion or popular belief about what you should and shouldn't do. I think it's also important to, for people to realize that, you need to get out and know the people in your community. You need to fight back. Make sure that your your congressmen and women and your legislatures, they know you. They know your voice. You have to keep talking. You have to make your, your voice heard and not be afraid to speak up. You know, you cannot be afraid of a confrontation. You, you can't get through life that way. You have to be willing to stand up and fight for your beliefs. And in this case, with a lot of support, it worked. And I just hope that that people can can hear this and and know that there's a lot of support out there if you get up and make the first step. CJ, uh, do you think that you sent a message to this to this uh, director? You've certainly well, you've certainly sent a message. Do you think you've made a uh, uh, an impact that uh, this person will uh, ponder? I don't know about that person. I would like to think that you know the. There is a small group in Maryland because it's a largely liberal community. Um, but I like to think that the people that rallied around us in Maryland that, that share the same hopes and beliefs that we do can take this and move forward with it and, and help with the fight in Maryland um, and maybe 
you know, this is one small step forward to fighting the larger battle and making sure that we stay free. And what what is what is in your own words, CJ? What what is what is your country experiencing here? What, what's happening to your country? Uh, what, what's this larger battle? So, it's it's like turning into a communist country. We are being told to do things that we are not wanting to do. You know, in in Maryland right now, they reinstated the the mask mandate um, and. Just recently, you know, we tried to go and find somewhere, like even a grocery store, that we could go and get some food in for our stay. And, you know, after all of the phone calls, nobody is willing to 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 fight back. They're all afraid of this fine, of these health inspectors, of the health department, of the police coming. You know, it's, you know what, what are they going to do if they come? Let them come. And then, you know, the other piece that I think also needs to be mentioned is that they're all under this belief that it's a law. It is a mandate. It is not a law. They are two very different things. And people need to understand the difference and when to fight back. You know, they, the lady that I called to try and get into a restaurant, she said, well, there's, there's no arguments about this. It's a firm. You, ma- you, you mask up or you don't come into the store. And I'm like, okay, but you realize that, like, you do not have to follow this. It is a mandate. You can fight back. And she's like, well, the sign is on our window. It's law here. I'm like, that's not a law. They don't understand the difference. And I think the ignorance of what has happened in our country is is a detriment to all of us because they don't know how to fight back. They won't. They won't take the chance, time to learn. You know, it's. If you pull up the Maryland Constitution, it states that you have the right, a God-given right, not a government-given, a God-given right to the pursuit of life and happiness. You have the God-given right to breathe fresh air without something over your face. Yeah, very well said. And I commend uh, the bravery of both both of you. Um, before we go back to your mother, Jean... Um, I'd like you to leave some closing comments, some closing thoughts about this experience. Uh, you've lost, you've lost a loved one, your brother. Um, but but there's some highlights uh, to this trip, and uh, those are those are obvious at this point. Uh, what are some closing comments that you'd like to uh, to leave for listeners, CJ? I think first off, I want to I want to make sure to thank all of the people that rallied around us and supported us and helped get the message out and who called nonstop to the funeral home to help fight for us to have the ability to go in and see my brother for the last time and say goodbye. I think it's important that, you know, people need to wake up. It's it's not trying to sit back and be complacent and think that it'll never happen because it is happening. And we need to wake up and we need to fight back. We need to be unified behind, you know, one idea. And the idea is that we're free. We are free people. We are free because that is a God-given right to us. Yes, well said. Thank you, CJ. Let's let's get some closing comments from uh, from your mother, please. Uh, uh, and uh, please, uh, CJ, keep up keep up the incredibly good work uh, that you're doing. Um, and uh, and take uh, take take this message as far as you can take it for those that uh, 
that you feel uh, will uh, be strengthened from it, which I think uh, there's a large number of people that simply uh, need to hear stories such as yours and courage such as yours. Uh, so thank you, CJ. Uh, Gene, uh, leave listeners, if you would, please. Uh, leave listeners with some, some closing comments. What, what do you want uh, listeners to walk away with from your, uh, from your very brave efforts? Well, I would like people to understand that they have the right to choose how they live their life, what they put on their body, what they put in their body, and how they take care of their families. If you are mandated that you are so afraid that if you don't do or comply, you won't have food, you can't go outside. You have to do this in your home. That is not right. You have to be able to live your life. You have to be able to be free to do and choose what is right for you and your family. Do not back down. Do not stop fighting. Stand up. Say, we will not comply with your unconstitutional rules. If you stand up and fight, they can't throw us all in jail. They cannot beat us if we stand up and fight together. It's all about togetherness. It only takes one person to make a snowball and run it down the hill and make it big enough to put on the bottom of the snowman to build from. You have to be willing to fight for what you want, for what your rights are. Ladies, thank you very much. You, you two are American patriots. You're symbolic of everything that this country stands for. And, uh, and, and again, I, I commend uh, your bravery. Thank you for joining the program. Uh, thank you for calling, and if anybody needs any help, if anybody wants to fight, we're always available. We will stand with you, we will stand with God, and we will get our country back. And, and actually, to that tune, w- would you like to leave uh, uh, social media pages or handles where, where, where people can get involved with, with working with you? Uh, we belong to the People's Rights Group in Montana. Uh, it is peoplesrights.org. Um, we have a representative that um, leads our group that spreads out to other uh, states. His name is Nick Romlo. Uh, we have another guy that's very involved in in uh, people's rights and his name is Evan Gardner if you get on uh, Facebook social media uh, you can find a lot of these people uh, their names and their uh, uh, what do you call sites are available all you have to do is look you have to be interested in finding people that believe the way you do that will help you stand up that will in- that will teach you how to go about getting started. All you have to be willing to do is listen, learn, stand up, and never stop fighting. 
Thank you very much. Once again, thank you very much. Uh, thank you for being interested. So, folks, there, there you have it. You have, you have um, word of mouth from women, two women, a mother and a daughter, that simply are taking a stand for what they believe in, what they know is right. They're human beings. They know they have no greater power to report to than that of the creator. Uh, mentioned as God and they are holding firm to that connection that they have with their creator uh, as should you you are the government you make the government do not let any government tell you otherwise you are the government it explicitly states we the people and great warriors have fought to be included amongst that definition throughout the history of this country and those warriors still still live folks you've heard it from their personal experience within the past 24 hours it is my guess that the people such as Jean's ex-husband upon hearing that she would begin this fight and see her son without being forced to wear a mask, I'm sure much doubt entered the thoughts in the minds of those people. I am sure many people that were aware of the small battle that she was undertaking simply thought she would be unsuccessful in her efforts. It may sound like it's not a big thing, but I will tell you, ladies and gentlemen, it is these small battles on the home front, and certainly Marilyn, Marilyn not being home for her, but her son being home in that sense, it is these small battles that are won from patriots, constitutional patriots, such as Gene and CJ and all the other folks that follow them. Those battles that are won, those are the biggest battles. So continue to rely and stand on the firm grounding of that U.S. Constitution and Bill of Rights. It has produced the greatest country ever known and seen by man and woman, by man, by human beings. And nothing needs to be changed except it needs to be more enforced. This is Ian Trache for Discussions of Truth. And you can find some of my work at iantrache.com. Please pass this message on. Send it forward. We are in a communist revolution. It is nonviolent. And I think should we cooperate enough and we allow our minds to, to work properly together, cohesively, we will root this infiltration out. But make no mistake about it. 
It has been in this country for decades. It is simply bearing a very ugly head on an international scale, which you can link right to the central banking system out of Basel, Switzerland. And from all my research, I can tell you that the Jesuit influence inside the Vatican is causing this global charade. This is a genocide. It's a holy war for these people. And they do it under a very stealth and ingenious method. Not to forget, the Jesuits folk, folks, they are literally a military order for the Vatican. They are an army. And for my research, I've been doing the show now for five years. I will tell you, that is the true enemy that you are fighting. So stand firm on the Constitution. Stand firm behind testimonies such as Gene and CJ and efforts and success stories such as theirs. Get the word out. And keep fighting. Until next time, Ian Trache for Discussions of Truth. Be awesome.